The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Welcome back to the Bible Podcast. It is Tuesday. We are jumping into our episode today in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. We are reading from the NLT. I've gotten myself a cup of coffee and a glass of water. Um, If you'd like to join us in reading along, that's where we are. If not, I hope you are getting something done, doing a chore, enjoying your commute, uh, whatever the case may be. I hope that you're um, having a moment to yourself today. Let's jump into 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Paul remembers his visit. Verse 1. You yourselves known to your brothers and sisters that our visit to you was not a failure. You know how badly we had been treated at Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition. So you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. Never once do we try to win you with flattery, as you well know, and God is our witness that we were not pretending to be your friends just to get your money. As for human praise, we have never sought it from you or anyone else. As apostles of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands of you, but instead we were like children among you, or we were like a mother feeding and caring for her own children. We loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives too. Don't you remember? Dear brothers and sisters, how hard we worked among you. Night and day we toiled to earn a living so that we would not be a burden to any of you as we preach God's good news to you. You yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God, that we were devout and honest and faultless towards all of you believers. And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We pleaded with you, encouraged you, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy, for he called you to share in his kingdom and glory. Therefore, we never stop thanking God when you receive his message from us. You didn't think of our words as mere human ideas. You accepted what we said as the very word of God, which of course it is. And this word continues to work in you who believe. And then, dear brothers and sisters, you suffered persecution from your own countrymen. In this way, you imitated the believers of God's churches in Judea, who because of their belief in Christ Jesus, suffered from their own people, the Jews. For some of the Jews killed the prophets, and some even killed the Lord Jesus. Now they have persecuted us too. They failed to please God and work against all humanity as they try to keep us from preaching the good news of salvation to the Gentiles. By doing this, they continue to pile up their sins, but the anger of God has caught up with them at last. Timothy's good report about the church, verse 17. Dear brothers and sisters, after we were separated from you for a little while, though our hearts never left you, we tried very hard to come back because of our intense longing to see you again. We wanted very much to come to you, and I, Paul, tried again and again, but Satan prevented us. After all, what gives us hope and joy, and what will be our proud return and crown as we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns? It is you, Yes, you are our pride and joy. That's a nice little ending for that one. I like that, um, you know, yesterday we were talking about the boldness uh, of the Thessalonians and um, their belief and their faith and how they turned away from idols. And I really like that chapter two goes into detail more about what it was that they did and what they had to suffer and um, what Paul and Silas and Timothy and, and his group did as well when they were there visiting. There's so much that we could unpack here, and I would really love to know what you think about it. Um, If you want to head over to our Instagram, you can leave us a message or you can drop a comment on our latest post. I'd love to know what you think. 
um, and how this verse is impacting you this week. The part that I'm really enjoying is similar to what I was, was saying yesterday. Um, the kind of charge yesterday was like, hey, what can you say or do that you typically wouldn't be bold enough um, in your in your climate, your environment, wherever you find yourself? And I love here in verse two, at the end of verse two, it says, yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition. And then in verse three, it says, so you, you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. And I really, I really like that because it's, it's tagging right on to what we were talking about yesterday of the good news of Christ, the gospel, the message that God gives us. It allows us to preach and declare his good news boldly in spite of great opposition. And that, you know, Paul's talking about how there's all these things, they're persecuting these, all these bad things that happen, seemingly bad things that happen when they were on the trip. And he starts the whole thing off of like, hey, but it, our visit was not a failure. You know, these are all the great things that we did, you know, despite this opposition. That's something I think for me, the 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 boldness and the seeking out and the pushing beyond and um, getting to a place where you're not only confident in yourself, how God made you and his calling on your life, um, but you're confident enough in all those things to walk in all of it boldly without being tied up in the opinions and the thoughts of other people. You know, in, in Christianity, it's often referred to as the fear of man, letting the opinions and the thoughts of other people and their, what, what they think of us, um, our reputation, if you will, um, get us tripped up and caught up on the things that we're doing or not doing. Um, that's something for me that I have noticed a lot of growth in, in myself personally, but it's one of those things where you don't notice it until you've gone really far. And then you look back at something and you're like, oh man, like I remember when I used to pray to be where I am now or not to have a struggle with something that I, that I don't struggle with anymore. And, you know, I have a ton of growth and things in that area, particularly as well, that I need to get better at and keep maturing and advancing in, as I'm sure all of us do. But that's the part that's sticking out to me the most um, in this whole thing is like, there might be bad things or seemingly bad things and opposition and persecution and all these, but these visits are not a failure. This way that you're living is is bold. And he even says, because we are worthy and God considers us worthy because he called us to share in his kingdom and in his glory. Um, and so we never stop thanking God when the message of the good news is received by people because they're not just human ideas. They're they're God's message to us. And so, you know, that's a little long-winded, but that's the part that's sticking out to me a lot today. So again, like always, I'd always love to hear what you think um, and what it means to you. So right now, let's just go ahead and we'll close out there. We can meet back up tomorrow. Um, and in the meantime, let's just, I, I pray, Father, that, that you would help to show each and every one of us the area in which you want us to take a step forward in next? What is the area that we need to turn and look forward to and not think about the past, not turn around and look at what was, but keep our eyes squarely focused in the future and on the horizon um, and where you are taking us, Lord. What is that area? Father, I pray that you would reveal it to each and every one of the people that are listening to this podcast whenever they are listening to it. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your word and for the glory that is your kingdom, for your son, Jesus Christ, and for the message that you have sent to us. And we pray these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. So thank you, guys. I will catch you tomorrow as we come back midweek for First uh, Thessalonians chapter three. See you next time, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience, and I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. 
If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from the Bible Podcast.